open your Bibles to the book of Psalms. Give me that scripture. Thank you. We have taken the Lowe's theme. Well, I say we, I have. Never stop improving. And today is rhythm. See the faith camp, Fred Mooney and Kitty did the bird show, and in the course of that, Fred said, some people got rhythm and some people don't. And that's a true statement. <laughs> but I do think that if you don't have rhythm, and the kind we're going to be talking about today, I think it's something that you can get a hold of. So, turn again in the Bible. <clears throat> and I will... Uh, no, I ain't going to make that promise. Psalms 18. This, is my fav- this was my father-in-law's favorite verse. In verse 28. For thou will light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God I have leaped over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust him. For who is God save the Lord, and who is a rock save our God? It's God that girds me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like hinds feet and sets me upon my high places. He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. Thou also hast given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand hath held me up, and thy gentleness hath made me great. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, that my feet did not slip. God, we're asking and praying, Lord, that we know that your word is living bread, and I'm believing, God, that it's going to make the impact that is needed in every person's life here this day. In Jesus' name, amen. I have... A letter, uh, this is from Sister Carol Best, and I just want to, uh, I just thought it was so good, and there's something I want to key in on here, and then I've got a card from uh, Karen and Virgil, and I want to key on something here. Dear Pastor Mark, wanted to say you are in our prayers. We have a wonderful Father, and I know He has you engraved in the palm of His hand. I don't like to see the suffering, but who does? God doesn't like it either, but he has chosen us his royal priesthood. Thank you for being real and not hiding the reality. Yes, by faith we walk, and we know that 2 Corinthians chapter 4 is true. I would really encourage everyone to read that, if not today, sometime this week. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, chock full, chock full of great stuff. Um, The life of Jesus being manifested in you and through you, Through sufferings, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. That is why we never give up. Say, never give up. up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. The quote I read, I think when I read this, I think of you and the message that Brian Fuller preached. The burden of suffering seems a tombstone hung about our necks. 
while in reality, it's the weight which is necessary to keep the diver down while he is hunting for pearls. The pearl, the understanding, the lessons in the valley. You are precious to Jesus, Pastor Mark. I know you and Kay have battles to fight on this journey with cancer, but we know this, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, and you are Abba's child. God bless and keep you in his love, Carol Best. Also from Virgil and Karen Hassler, uh, hi, Pastor Mark and Kay. Just wanted to say hello. Hope this card finds you feeling good. Don't give up. Say, don't give up. Keep praying. We are for the both of you. With God's love, Karen and Virgil. Never stop improving. Rhythm. 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 Can I have that clip of the Ibex? There is a um, picture that you can see on the internet, and it's recently it was taken. It was a, a, um, a wall of a dam, a rock wall of a dam, and it takes a picture to where you see specks on it. It's a white-faced wall, and then it shows another picture close up, and it is mountain goat or these ibexes that are climbing up what looks like an impossible, no way, that anyone, anything could be able to climb up the face of that. And what is going on here? This is what the Bible calls hind's feet. They're moving forward and they go upward, and the way they do it is the back feet fit into the print of the front feet. And they continue just to rise and to climb and to do things that nobody would ever expect them to be able to do. The Bible calls that Heinz feet. We're going to call it rhythm. Who could ask for anything more? Wasn't that in a song or something? Follow through. That's why I'm not going to doubt in the dark what I've believed in the light because I've got follow through within my life. Heinz feet. Rhythm. Regret is filled with people that have no Heinz feet in their life. Remorse is filled with people that have no hinds feet in their life. John Mark in the New Testament turned back because he didn't have any follow-through in his life. And God had to work on him and get him to the point to where he had follow-through in his life. Judas missed heaven and went to hell because no follow-through. No follow-through. God makes my feet like hinds feet. He sets me upon my high places. The reason why? God intends for me to reach a place that I have not yet reached. In 1988, when Kay and I and the kids came to the church here and Grandma Dorothy, I told the congregation with 16 of us that within a year's time, we're going to have 100 people attending this church every Sunday morning. Well, they looked at me like a cow looking at a new gate. There's not a hundred people in town, preacher. How's that going to happen? I'll tell you how it happened. Immediately we started moving forward. See, if you remain where you're at, you don't need hinds feet. You stay right where you're at. And nothing exemplifies that better to me than in the book of Numbers, with the children of Israel getting ready, they've been waiting for 40 long years, getting ready to go into the promised land. 
All they've got to do is cross the Jordan River. And in Numbers, I think it's chapter 32, they're getting ready to cross, and two and a half tribes tell Moses, we don't want to cross. We want to stay right where we're at. There are the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. We will listen to and obey all that Moses has commanded. They lied. They didn't do it. And if you read in Mark chapter 5, remember, it's Gad, Reuben, and Manasseh. We're not going to cross the Jordan River. We're going to stay right where we're at. And in Mark chapter 5, Jesus confronts legion who lived in the country of the, there it is, lived in the country of the Gadareans. They were the offspring and the people of Gad that would not cross the Jordan River. We will obey all that Moses commands. And watch what happens here, people. Because when the demons is cast out of legion, they are then put into the, what was it? Into the pigs. That's where deviled ham comes from. <laughs> and that was certainly a command of God was for Israelites not to have anything to do with pigs. And now it says a great herd of pigs went running down into the sea and drowned. They did not obey all that God commanded. They did not have hinds feet. They did not have follow through. They did not have rhythm. They stayed put. Oh, woe is me. Status quo. Just stay right here. Ronald Reagan said the status quo means the mess that we're in. And I think that's pretty accurate. I think that's pretty accurate. And in sports, think of the sports world. In sports, you got to have follow-through on everything you do. Who's ever been bowling? you got to have that follow-through. Basketball, you don't shoot a free throw and go. There's got to have the follow-through. In, in baseball, you've got to have the follow-through to throw the ball, to hit the ball. And every sport you talk about, there's got to be some follow-through. There's got to be some rhythm. That's why more people, and this is really gets me, but more people think that, that, that if, you, if you've got looks, if you've got talent, if you've got a full head of hair, if you've got, you got everything just perfect, then you, are, you can really succeed. I had a guy tell me the other day, he said, you know, I was kind of discouraged because my hair was turning gray. And I said, really? You're, you're talking to me about... I said, wait till it turns loose and see how discouraged you get. <laughs> see, people with hinds feet, they start praying and they keep on praying. People with hinds feet start going to church and they keep on going to church. People with hinds feet start giving and they continue giving. People with hinds feet start telling somebody about Jesus and they won't quit telling them about Jesus. But let me tell you the recipe for failure. Start things and never finish. Start things and never have any follow through. We have special guests here today. 
all the way here from Texas. I've been visiting with Greg and Rebecca Shell. And where are they at? Right seated somewhere, right? If you two would, would you come up here, please? I know it's putting you on the spot. I know it is. This is Sergeant Robert Friero with his wife, Lisa. And let me, before you clap, let me, uh, you don't even have to walk up the steps. Just stay right over here and I'll, and I'll join you. Uh, the day that, uh, that Sergeant Michael Bartley uh, was shot and killed and also Sergeant uh, Lamar, um, Robert was wounded. Uh, uh, bullets in, in his uh, head, in his brain. And... Uh, <clears throat> Greg told me that they was going to be here today, and I just thought this goes so well with what I've been preaching and what I wanted to share today is because there are sometimes things get really rough. And this man has not had just a few weeks or months of therapy and recuperation and rehabilitation, but years to learn how to do things over again. And not only that, for this wounded warrior to have his wife right here by his side and to stay with him and go through him, with him with all that he's going through, that's, that's what we're talking about today. It's follow through. It's not quitting. Thank you, brother. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you very much. people out there that their attitude on just about anything is, preacher, if it gets tough, I'll just quit. Well, let me tell you what you can quit being. Quit being a sissy if you want to quit something. Quit being a sissy. The toughest pastor I had was Don George. He made my life difficult for whatever reason. Church service would be about over and he'd over. I need to speak to Mark after service, and people's going, oh, boy, what, you know, what, happened, what happened now? But you know what? I thank God for that man. I do. My fifth grade teacher was Mrs. Essman. Witch Hazel is what us kids called her. <laughs> and my mom always said, Mark, without a doubt, you learn more from, from your fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Essman, than you did any other teacher that you ever had. And I'd say that that is accurate. Young people, one of these days, you're going to thank God for me, not tomorrow or next week or next month. <laughs> but one of these days, you're going to thank God for me. That preacher got on to me, and he wouldn't, he well, it's good, though, when you're out and about and you hear these adults uh, coming up to me and saying, uh, don't, get, don't let them get by with anything, preacher. 
seen Misty Boyd the other day, and that's what she was saying. You get them right there in line. How do we keep this rhythm? I'm going to give you three things. Number one, by reaching up. Job said this, my glory was fresh within me. I think that means every day he was walking with God. Every day. It wasn't something 20 years old. We're, you're not on the old uh, party line anymore on your phone with the rotary phone and all that, Right? You're not wearing the same clothes you wore 25 years ago, right? You ain't driving the same car you drove 25 years ago, right? And yet, there are churches that I walk into, when I walk into them, it's like I've just entered H.G. Wells' time machine. <laughs> I've been transported back 25 years. Pictures are the same. Everything's the same. It was 25 years ago. We need to stay fresh. The Word of God needs to be new and fresh with us every single day. Walk with God is what we're talking about. And it takes a certain amount of rhythm to walk. Walk with God. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Do you see the rhythm in that? <laughs> How do we keep this rhythm? By reaching out. I love the book of Nehemiah. And in Nehemiah chapter 3, the word next to him. They're building the wall. Next to him. There's another guy. And then next to him is another man named. Next to him is a woman's name. Next to him. 32 times. Now, one chapter, next to him, next to him. We can't get this thing done by myself. It takes all of us next to him. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. By reaching up, we reach the Lord Jesus. By reaching out, we reach others. 32 times in the book of Acts, the word together is used. Paul the apostle mentions over 100 people that helped him in the gospel. Next, by reaching down. And this is where the church gets really important in my book. And the reason why, Charles, come here. And don't hurt me now. Stay right here. I'm going to try to pull you up, and you're going to try not to let that happen. All right, all right, all right. Now, it's going to be easier to pull me down than it is to pull him up. But if I had four or five other guys, that won't be no thing. You know, we just, you know, get him right up here. That's why the church is important. You may not be able to pull that person up by yourself. But get them, invite them to church. Get them in a church setting. Let them see, see and realize what's going on. And it's, it's easier when next to him. But there are other people together. There are other people by reaching down. I love Moffat's translation when it says, Jesus noticed Simon Peter's mother-in-law. It doesn't say Simon Peter noticed. No. Jesus noticed Simon Peter's mother-in-law that she was sick. And he healed her. I like that. 
Caring people will always notice. Reaching up. Reaching out to others. Reaching down to those that are down and need help. And I don't think we ought to look very far to see that there are people that are down and need help. I think if you think any other thing, you got rose-colored glasses on. Because people need help. Luke chapter 14, and we'll close with this. In verse 16, Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and invited many. What do we bring? Not a covered dish. What do we bring? Not an apple pie. Although years ago, Mary Street brought me an apple pie, and Dr. Moult was standing right next to me, and he said, tell her that that's probably not her best work. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, go tell her that. And I said, Mary, this apple pie is probably not your best work. And she says, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> and the following week, she brought me another apple pie. <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, Dr. Moult's got that figured out. I was in his office the other day, and there he was. He was eating an apple, and I thought, man, that's irony there. Apple day, keep the doctor away, and there he is eating that apple. Yeah, what do we bring? What do we bring to this festive occasion? What do we bring to this meal? What do we bring? We're to bring somebody with you. That's what we bring. Jesus said, Go into the highways and the byways and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. The woman told Carlin Loker, well, I just like our little church, and I just like how it is, and I just like the number of people that's there. And Carlin said, ma'am, what about the Great Commission? That's a good question. What about the Great Commission? Oh, I think 75 is about all we can really handle and take care of. Well, when number 76 show up, you tell them, hit the road, Jack? <laughs> what in the world? What in the world? By reaching up, rhythm, connecting with the Lord Jesus, walk with God, walk with God, walk with God, walk with God. By reaching out to others. And I love the message that, that uh, the man that started the Salvation Army, Booth, he was invited to Chicago to preach, and he was sick, and he couldn't make it. So he sent an envelope and said, my message is inside there. Read it. And the speaker of, the, of that hour, he got up and opened the envelope, and there the letter was. And it had one word on the letter, others. And said, like a, like a blaze of glory that slowly just started overtaking that tremendous crowd that was there, thousands in attendance. That one word, others. See, if I'm just wrapped up in myself, I make for a mighty small package. Others. 
And then reaching down to those that are down. And again, I, I have more empathy now than I've ever had in my whole life. And I see that there are people that are down. That I want to be able to help. A year ago, I watched with my arm in a sling them building the barracks out here. And I was telling this to George Thomason recently. I said, I saw something that immediately it was like, Mark, you will never do that in your life. They had a header that they had to put in, and Frank and different ones was holding in place, and Darren Greenwald with a hammer was hammering those 16 nails into that, just setting them and just blasting it, and setting it and just blasting it. And I'm thinking, I'll never be able to do that with my arm again. And George Thomason said, when I was telling him that, he said, Mark, you don't have to. You got all these other people who want to do it. I said, well, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But there are people out there that this church, me and you, as a church family, we can't help. But it does take a certain amount of rhythm because you can't be on again, off again, on again, off again. I've said two weeks ago, it never, 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 never crosses my mind on Sunday morning, am I going to church today or not? Never crosses my mind. It's reflexive. I know it's going to happen. It's reflexive. Rhythm. Follow through. Man, you give me somebody with follow through, I'll take that every time. I'll take that every time. I'll take that every time. Let's all stand. Lord, by reaching up, by reaching out, and by reaching down, help us as a church to reach and teach and serve. And God, to do it with the power of the Holy Spirit that you would infuse within us. Help us, God, not to be lackadaisical. Help us not to be lazy. Oh, God, help us to have a fire within our soul knowing that there are people out there that they need Jesus. God, they need Jesus, just like I did. Help us to win them. Help us to win them. Help us to reach them. By reaching up, by reaching out, by reaching down. Help us, I pray. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. found myself a hiding place I have found myself a secret space in the shelter of Almighty's love in the safety
It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.